Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Are you in the mood to hear some absolute dating disasters? Well, buckle in, you're in luck, because today we've got a whole show full of some amazing, cringeworthy tales all about the search for love. I'm in love with The eight long words say to you out of courtesy you should know I'm in love with you Hello, my name is Jamie Loftus and I'm guest hosting today on Love Struck Daily. So uh, my whole deal is that I am a comedian and a podcaster. I'm currently a writer on Star Trek Lower Decks, and I do a number of podcasts, including my most recent limited series with iHeartRadio is called Ghost Church, about the history of American spiritualism and a bunch of psychics in Florida. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we are talking all about dating disasters, uh, something that I personally am uniquely qualified to comment on because I had sex with someone I met at a hot dog eating contest this year. So with that in mind, I think you can take all of my dating advice very seriously. I'm a very discerning person and uh, all of my choices make a lot of sense. Speaking of someone who makes uh, decisions that make a lot of sense... (laughs) Let's get our guest in here today, the one and only, truly wonderful Charlie Malcolm. I had so much fun talking to him. Charlie is a composer and lyricist in LA. He's extremely talented and also has uh, some of the widest variety of wild dating stories I have heard in 
sometime. I'm very excited for you to hear what he has to say about dating app stories and IRL dating stories. Turns out, to nobody's surprise, they're both the worst. So let's take a listen to our conversation. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I am great. I am happy to be here. Oh my gosh. Uh, Okay, so just to start, could you introduce yourself a little? Could you tell me who you are, what you do? And um, just out of strict curiosity on my end, what dating applications do you use? Oh, lots and lots of info. Okay. (laughs) I'm Charlie Malcolm. I'm based in Los Angeles metro area. I am currently working as a post-production coordinator. And okay, currently I'm only on Tinder, which is a funny story because I was never on Tinder before. But then after a particularly bad (laughs) incident that happened a few weeks ago, I deleted all my other dating apps, which included Hinge. Uh Uh-huh. I was also on Grindr because I was curious. Um, and I was also on Tammy. I was on all the apps. I don't like Bumble, though, for some reason. That one just didn't get me. I mean, fair enough. And then, like, yeah, I just deleted them all. And then I wa- someone told me about the Tinder Swindler, the movie, and I watched it. And then I was like, you know what? I think I had the worst takeaway from this movie was that I should get on Tinder now. <laughs> But, like, it was a terrible idea for me to be like, at least these people got to go on private jets and get to be taken out to dinner. I have so many questions about your experience because, I mean, but I do agree with you. Exactly. Get something out of it at the top, at very least. Yes. I mean, I can tell you this story. Okay. This happened a few weeks ago. It was on... Hinge. Okay. Which, you know, I would say out of all the dating apps, I would say Hinge is the classiest. Okay. For my opinion. Like, it's really nice. You get to, like, go through, look at all of the, like, you get to see who likes you for free. That's nice. And you can see what they like about you. I don't really, I've never really used dating apps. So every piece of information you're going to give me is going to be met with, um, shock and awe. Oh, this is research. Yeah. This is, I'm, this is horny research on my part. So you get to see who likes you and what specifically they liked about your profile? Yes. Wow, big data. Okay. But this one was funny. I might more or less have an aesthetic or did at the mm-hmm. time. Yes, I've changed this much in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> to be like, um, yeah, if you look like a fuck boy, like, I'm okay right. with that. I just want you to have like a personality. Like, it's a nice aesthetic. Okay. <laughs> it is. The Boy aesthetic can be very pleasing. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice aesthetic. Like I <laughs> like, hey, I just don't be a gym rat. Like if you say I go to the gym all day every day, I'm like, mm, you're starting to like slip into this is too much for me. I don't physically like to exercise, and I feel like that's not going to work. You're like, I will not be joining you there. So best of luck. So wait, too. I mean, this guy is a hiker, yes or no? Not a hiker. Okay. His profile is really simple. And here is probably the biggest red flag that I now look out for everywhere. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't know if this happens on straight apps, because obviously I'm not a straight person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but sometimes you come across profiles where people don't put their full name. They just put like a letter. Oh. Like just a letter. That's not enough info. Yeah, it was just like a letter and they had like lots of photos, more than one photos. And usually I'm really good about vetting. And I said, hey, my name's Davi. 
um, like, what's up with you? Okay. And I was like, oh, look, this, like, hot person actually wants to talk with me. That's nice. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Let's chat. And then we started chatting. And then he's like, what do you like to do for fun? I'm like, well, right now I'm, like, reading a lot of books, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, what books are you reading? And I mentioned about the books. And then he talked about some of the books that he was reading. And I was like, <laughs> There's personality. This never happens, okay. which honestly should have been the biggest red flag. And we were just like having a really good conversation. And he was like, yeah, I'm from Singapore, but I moved to LA like a few years ago just for more opportunities. I do like interior design, but I do finance for like my main work. And I was like, okay, cool. I've always wanted to date a finance bro. It was on my checklist of <laughs> things, people to date. Wow, mm-hmm. somebody who has money, theoretically, a, f- a steady job. Personalities to experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You got to dip your toe in the someone who has money pool every once in a while, just to, re- just to remember. Yeah, so... So then he started, like, basically, I mentioned, oh, like, right now, joking, I don't have a lot of money because I just, like, paid rent. And this guy's like, oh, well, do you have, like, a a wealth plan? And I was like, no, but I have, like, a 401k. Like, who cares? Oh, my God. Finance bro talk. No, not a wealth plan. He's stressing me out. (laughs) And then he's like, listen, Charlie, I I think this will be a really great project for you. I really like you. I think, like, I really want to teach you about how to, like, do these finance stuff. So I'm going to, like, teach you about, like, just how to invest in stuff. And I was like, I don't really want to invest any money. Also, you're a stranger from the internet. And mind you, every time I match with somebody, I screenshot their profile. And then I go Mm -hmm. and try to, like, find their social media because I like stalking them. Right. Because you got to make sure they're not a murderer. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I just couldn't find him on your social okay. profile. So I started like ch- trying to move the conversation being like, well, I just kind of like want to meet you. Like if you like me that much, then we should just meet. Um, and he's like, okay, I, I just want to like help you get money first. So like, let me teach you about like cryptocurrency. And I was like, dude, cryptocurrency okay. is doing so bad right now. I don't want to put money in cryptocurrency. And that was the thing that like tripped me up a little bit because he was talking about crypto. Like, he, the way he was talking about finances and crypto is, like, he knew what he was talking about, and I could tell. Uh-huh. But, sure, I'll humor you, because, like, whatever, he wants to do this project. So he was teaching me yeah. all about this stuff. Mind you, this okay. was, like, over the period of, like, three days. And then, eventually, he was like, Charlie, I really like you, and I don't want to look for any other people on the dating app. So I'm just letting you know I'm deleting my Hinge profile. And I was like okay cool so like are we going on a date like and i went back and i like i noticed his hinge profile was gone and i was like this is weird so i was like do you have any other social media just like tell me fair question and he's like oh i don't do social i don't do social and i was like okay fine i do know a lot of people who don't do really like instagram or anything he's like i have like a like a whatsapp and i was like fine let me chat with you on whatsapp if you're more like communicative there Um, Because we were texting at this point. Uh, And I went to his WhatsApp and his WhatsApp didn't have a profile picture. Okay, Um, And I was like, hey, Davi, like you should upload a profile picture. Um, And he's like, I don't really want to. I don't like necessarily think I photograph well. And here's me using my flirtatious way to try to get information because I'm like, I was like, do you want to like FaceTime or like whatever? And he's like, no, I just I really want to save it for like when we meet in person because like I feel like it's like so unpersonal and I was like yeah I just I really wanted to see your face today because it's so 
handsome this is me um and okay, i was you're, like you're killing it i mean oh thank you thank you uh, so i was yeah. like i just i just want to see your smiling face today um and he's like <laughs> okay and then he like sends a picture uh-huh in the picture this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast to live and die in la I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the picture. Oh, no. Is not of the guy from the profile. <gasps> like, not even, like, remotely, like, passable. He just drops the act? Like, he accidentally... This is my idea, is that I think this person runs multiple catfishing schemes, and since he deleted the Tinge profile, he forgot which oh guy he was pretending to be. God. But he sends the picture. A blonde white oh man. Oh my god. And I'm like, sir, you are supposed to look like this person from Singapore, remember? Wow. And he's like, Charlie, why don't you trust me? Like, you just said, <laughs> you said, I got confused. You said, like, send me a picture of, like, a smiling face. And I sent you a picture of a smiling face. And I was like, nah, <gasps> oh, bye. Apparently on WhatsApp, God. you can download the conversations in its entirety. And then oh, cool. I also went back to Hinge and I reported the profile and being like, this guy's cat fishing so now i don't trust any of the letter uh accounts because i'm like i bet that guy just had like one account for every letter of the alphabet J K L M N O P, um Whoa. and he's just probably running them all i bet you're right um and i was just like this is so ridiculous and i was like i'm taking a break from dating and then like one week later i'm like so i'm on tinder now <laughs> But I don't know what the takeaway is from that. I feel like the takeaway of that story for me is, wow, crypto is really and truly dead. If this is what the crypto bros are up to, um, running a 26-tier scam. I, I do have another <laughs> funny story that happened like just a week before where I received my first ever dick pic unsolicited. Ooh. Oh, I welcome to the club. <laughs> I know. I know. Was it well staged? No. Well, okay. Was the photo good? The photo was good. I will say that. I was like, there was nice lighting. The room was not dirty. There was, although Mm -hmm. there was like eight photos. I was like, why are you sending this to strangers? Okay. Unsolicited dick pics though. Most recently I got, I left airdrop on at an airport. Of all the places. I know. I was at an, I was at an airport in Dallas minding my own business Eating a hot dog. Of all the foods. I know. Of all the foods, already having a semi-phallic experience. And then out of, out of nowhere, not that they could have known that it, I was the girl eating the hot dog. They were just sending right, right. You know, their dick out to, to, to anyone who had accidentally left airdrop on. But yeah, that was um, that was earlier this week at the Dallas airport I did. And it was also like six in the morning it was really oh, early oh my god this is like this story does not reflect well on me because i like you obviously can't get a hot dog at the airport at six in the morning it was from the previous airport right. the night before i'd wow. taken a red eye so it wasn't even like i was hot. on a layover it's like cold and it was a lukewarm like, dog I'm already having sure. a rough morning and and now i have to see a First of all, you know, like the, no one should send unsolicited pictures of themselves. That like is 
like bad in itself, but also horrifically staged, oh. clearly taken in the airport bathroom. No. Not only did you not ask for it, there's no artistry behind it. And fluorescent li- overhead li- lighting. Oh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, gussy it up for me. Probably no hygiene either. Let's be real. But you know, I I'm but here I am reflecting on it with some fondness. Wait, tell me your last uh tell me your last dating story. Oh, yes, of course, of course. So my last I hopefully uh <laughs> d- dating disaster story is mm-hmm. that basically I had this um I, I got fed up with the dating apps for a while and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to pull the old fashioned. I wanted to meet somebody in real life. Like all of my friends who are like, you know, coupled up or married, um, all their advice was like, yeah, well, I just went to college and I uh, just found oh the one. Oh my God. I met them at work or like, we just like fall in love and had a real life meet you. And I'm like, <laughs> I want a real less. life meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, thanks. Thanks so much. Um, awesome. So I was like, okay. Um, Basically, post-pandemic, uh, I came back to the office and mm-hmm. uh, I ran into an old co-worker who we will be referring to as co-worker, as their okay. name, who I remembered that they were uh, gay. And I was like, listen, as a, a gay person, it's super annoying to just have to jump through the first hoop being like, hi, are you at all potentially able to be attracted to me as I am attracted to you? Mm. Great. Do you actually mm. want to like me now like that's the next thing um right but it was like one of my old you know work husbands where we're just like oh we always like flirt in the kitchen okay. uh and when like i i ran into him again i was like oh snap like oh like hey it's been a while like have you been blah mm-hmm. blah, blah and we had like our own like reignited like me cute and i was like i'm Ooh bored i have literally nothing to lose i don't actually like work with this person it's just somebody that works in my building you know so like potentially avoidable if shit hits the fan kind of thing yes cool like basically it was all like uh i feel like we're all mature adults like we don't actually work together so it wouldn't be like a conflict of interest Mm -hmm. so basically we were chatting it up and then uh i was like co-worker i said at first do you want to go to dinner? Okay. And they were like, oh, uh, yeah, I can't tonight, but like, let's go on Friday or whatever. And I was like, okay, great. Okay. That's awesome. It's a date. That's awesome. That's good. And he was like, yeah, great. Um, Friday comes around. He like cancels. And he's okay. like, I'm so sorry. I forgot I double booked my plans. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, you suck. You should write things down in your calendar. You're a full-fledged adult at this point. <laughs> But that's fine. Mm-hmm. I reserve the right. Obviously, you're going to be paying for some stuff on this date. And he's like, ha, yeah. And we reschedule. Okay. I love that move on your part. That is excellent. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I always like to to reclarify. I was like, because we're going on a date. Um, And he's like, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. So basically, we did that. And then finally, the the date comes back around also mind you i have a lot of people at the office that have been like trying to ship this co-worker and i for a long time there was a whole group chat made around it it was a thing um <laughs> cool. and like they were all like okay you have to let us know how it goes like okay uh-huh. so we finally agree we're gonna go to this restaurant um it's like kind of like a upscale like chain in la um called granville i'm not sure if you're familiar oh yes um, it's like yeah it's like not 
a nice, nice restaurant, but it's not like a not nice restaurant. It kind of feels like a step above, like, okay, hopefully this doesn't sound absolutely unhinged, but like, I was like, oh yeah, Granville, like, is the logical conclusion to the Cheesecake Factory. You're like, it's a classier Cheesecake Factory vibes. That's that's exactly, what, yes. So I get to the restaurant and then coworker says like, oh, I'm here. And I'm like, boy, I do not see you. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boy, I do not see you. Where are you at? I sent you the address. You better not tell me this is the dreaded, you went to the wrong restaurant. Oh, yeah. He went to the wrong restaurant. <gasps> so we're off to a bad start. Because there's multiple um, Granvilles. There's multiple. Uh, he just went to the one that he thought was closest. So we're off to already like, okay, maybe he's not really reading into things. He's not like reading the message. He shows up. He's like, so sorry. Okay, we're here. We're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Coworker and I are eating our food. We're chatting. We're just talking about life because we only really like talk about work stuff when we're at work. Mm-hmm. And then I started like getting this vibe where I was like, okay, so like what's your like type? You usually like I just started asking about things. And the way that he was talking, he's like, yeah, I'm not like really like interested in like I'm taking a break from dating right now and like I just like I I don't even know if I'll ever actually settle down at all like honestly uh, and the way that he was like talking I was like excuse wait hold up are you let me ask this but I I I really hope I hope you're are you aware that we are currently on a date sir and he's like wait what and I was like but you had said it multiple times and I'm like sitting here being like co-worker there is no possible way that there is a misunderstanding here, sir. Oh, my God. And basically, I walked around being like, remember when I said on this day, when we said we were going on a date? I, I thought that was a clue in that we were going on a date. And he's like, you know, in retrospect, uh, that does make sense. I did think it was weird that you said date. But I was like, whatever. Okay. Maybe he's just like saying that. And I was like, I gave you the reason I'm saying these things is so that you have the opportunity to correct me and be like, oh, that's when you say what? That's when you say we're not just hanging out. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Pushing this man out on an iceberg. I can't believe. I know. So I'm like out here on a limb. He's like, oh, what? And I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Sorry. Like, and then I was like, now that you're aware, would you like to consent to actually calling this a date? So I don't feel like I've just wasted my entire time here. You don't have to, to be clear. But like, would you like now that you understand things? He's like, sure. But also like he should have known. The date was great for the rest of the time. We make out. We go back to work. I see coworker Mm -hmm. again. I'm all like, hey, that was so fun. Um, Do you want to like try doing another thing? Like going on another date? And and the way that he started like chatting, like he's still like talking to me, but I could just like, Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty emotionally aware person. I could just be like, you're not acting the same. You're being a little bit distant. And then right. he's like, yeah, like, let me see. I'm like kind of busy for the next couple of weeks. So I'll have to see you when we can do that again, if we can. And I was like, okay, great. And then after like one day of that, cause I'm like, I don't got time for this 
because I already can tell that you're not a good communicator. Right. And extremely disorganized. I go, coworker, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And then, like, basically, I was able to get out of him. He's like, I was like, do you not want to go on another date? And he's like, I thought I was clear. We didn't go on a date. Uh, and I was like, what in uh, the gaslighting is happening here? Am I awake? That was not clear when you were making out with me at the end after I asked you. And he's like, yeah, I just like felt a little bit pressured to just like say like it was a date because I didn't want to upset you. And then when you asked me to oh make out, God. I thought I was being clear. So I just like, I just like made out with you because like I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And I was like, sir. That is not a good way to go about things. You're making me feel like I'm a bad person now, and I'm trying to literally give you every opportunity to consent. You did nothing wrong. Like, <sighs> this person's connection to reality, tenuous at best. Like, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I walk away. And the funny thing is, I still see this coworker all the freaking time, oh and I God. still hang out with them. But, like, I, I just think it's so funny I see them all the time. For sure. So, from the coworker saga, what was your takeaway that listeners can perhaps take away? I think the major takeaway for me is that I don't think it means, oh, dating is evil or that you shouldn't date coworkers or that you shouldn't do this. It's just that it's always going to be a compatibility issue. And I think compatibility doesn't just come down to like sexuality. It comes to how you communicate, how mm-hmm. you share your emotions and whether people are available to share their emotions or to right. be even clear enough to recognize how you want to define your relationships. And that's how I'm approaching things. So that's why I'm like, in the future, I'm like, yeah, sure. Maybe I'll date another coworker in the future. And I'm still on the apps, as I mentioned before. I actually have a date tonight. So we'll see how that goes. <gasps> I know, I know. Report I know. back. But Report back. at least it's like, I, I'm going on a date and I know it's a date. <laughs> and that's uh, helpful. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Charlie. I I totally agree with you. And I... I think you communicated every step of the way with your coworker. I feel like that was Thank a very you. weird, specific thing. You're team Charlie. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm thoroughly team Charlie. I don't know who this man is, but I think he needs to uh, practice some <laughs> reading comprehension skills. Yes. <laughs> and listening while he's at it. Mm, mm-hmm. Where can we uh, find you online? Yes. Um, you can find me uh, on Instagram. I'm mostly active there at charlie.malcolm. C-H-A-R-L-I-E-M-A-L-C-O-L-M. And it's also my website. Uh, I happen to do a lot of composing for music. So if you ever want to hear any of the songs based off of my (laughs) terrible dating experiences, I have several. And you can find them at (laughs) charliemalcolm.com. Amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thank you so much again to Charlie Malcolm for coming on the show this week. And thanks to Lovestruck for uh, having me in general. I I think that everything Charlie said gave me something to chew on. First of all, uh, you know, crypto is really and truly dead. And uh, sometimes your coworkers really do uh, belong as your friends because you can have Uh, friends who are incompetent at dating, but you can't date someone who's incompetent at dating. A lesson that I have refused to learn time and time again. So it is comforting and lovely to speak to someone who has learned the lesson and seems to, you know, intend to take action on it. Really um, iconic and inspiring behavior. So thanks again for having me this week. Uh, You can send an email to lovestruckdaily at frolic.media if you have a love story to share, or you can send 
send along any questions or thoughts, as well as following us over on Instagram or Twitter. As for me, you can find me on those same exact platforms on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help and Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. And uh, while you're at it, you can listen to my weekly feminist movie podcast on iHeartRadio called The Bechtel Cast, which I co-host with Caitlin Durante. Or you could listen to my new limited series called Ghost Church about psychics in Florida. Our researcher on Lovestruck Daily is Jesse Epstein, and our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler with Little Scorpion Studios. We are executive produced by Frolic Media, and this is an iHeartRadio podcast, okay? with you.